Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. And welcome, <coughs> excuse me, uh, welcome everybody, this is uh, Dave AC and this is the Big and Fruity Wine Podcast and this is a special, though it may well be a short one because, um, well, I'll explain that later, let's get the introductions over with uh, and Dave AC and I do this weekly wine podcast called the Big and Fruity Wine Podcast on TalkShoe, call ID double. One double two seven two, and you can join me live every Tuesday at ten p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Currently, uh, we do have a little bit of shenanigans coming up in the next few weeks because I'm based in the UK. So for me, um, sorry, it's ten p.m. in the UK, but it will be five p.m. in Eastern Time. But of course, uh, both the United States and the UK switch uh, to. Um, away from summertime, but on different weekends. But currently, uh, this is a live call at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 p.m. here in the UK. And this particular episode is a sort of a little celebration, but I'm having a sort of um, uh, slightly day off. So we will hopefully have a little uh, show for you um, and maybe uh, back to a longer category uh, as we have had the last couple of weeks. And I should say that uh, both of those were supposed to start as short shows, but ran for about 40 minutes. But it may well be that this one will be only 20 minutes. I'm really here to say, well done, David. Yes, well done for getting to 150 episodes. We've had a couple of skip weeks. We had a little short summer break. So we've been approximately going three years on the Big and Fruity. I don't claim to be an expert in wine. The only expertise I have is enjoying uh, knowing the wines that I like. Uh, I have a blog that you can follow along with this. That's bigandfruity.wordpress.com. And there is a Twitter feed Big and Fruity, uh, at Big and Fruity. You can catch this podcast as well as here live on the Torchu site, but you can also find it obviously on iTunes and places like Player FM, Podcast Plus, Pure Connect, Podcast Pop, uh, uh, The Miro Guide, TuneIn, lots of different uh, podcast directories. And as I say, there are 149 other episodes for you to have a listen to. So what is it? What's today's title? Well, the title is Short and Fizzy. Now, call the Big and Fruity Wine Podcast uh, may be a little bit of evidence to suggest that I usually drink white, uh, sorry, red wines. <laughs> Get that right, David. Honestly, I haven't had a drink yet. Uh, red wines, and they're usually of uh, the big, bold, 
our full-bodied, our big and fruity wines. So there are things like uh, Shiraz, Cabernet Sauvignon, uh, Zinfandel, uh, uh, Primitivo, and uh, an awful lot of Tempranillo in the form of Riocas. So I like big, bold uh, wines, often with a, uh, an element of um, that has been in oak. And uh, so today, I'm going to talk a little bit about this 150th, but I thought that doesn't sound the right wine to have for that. So I've gone sparkling. Yes, the Big and Fruity Wine Podcast is sparkling. What, you always thought it was? Well, thank you for that compliment. Well, I've got two little mini bottles here from Morrison's. Why mini bottles? Well, for two reasons. One, twice the pleasure. Another reason, because I'm not really familiar with um, uh, these sparkling wines. They are both Italian wines, and um, I'm even going to mash up their titles as usual. But they are La Giosa, and I'm going to spell that out. So it's L-A, and then it's G-I-O-I-O-S-A. And um, the two wines are a rosier, um, and a Prosecco. And um, they are from the Morrison supermarket here in the UK. They're both... Uh, the, the actual bottle size is uh, just 20 centilitres. Not even 250. It's not even a third of a bottle. It's less than a third of a bottle. It's, they're both 10% by volume. And they were both around the two, no one was two the prosecco was two pound fifty so if i was buying a whole bottle they'd be 89 pound bottles of wine they'd be 14 dollar wine so the fact that they're in these little diminutive bottles shouldn't mean that they are sort of cheap nasty they should be quite celebrate uh, what's the word yeah one's good enough to celebrate with so the other reason i got two is i might not like one I've got one in reserve. I'm not going to talk an awful lot about them. We're just going to uh, use them uh, as a celebration. And um, I had thought about getting a French wine, a French uh, fizzy. Maybe not uh, champagne, but some sort of uh, fizzy wine. But because of a couple of articles that I'm going to talk about, I decided against that. I also was thinking about having an English sparkling wine. But I think last time I did have a sparkling wine, it was indeed an English one. I should just say, by the way, that the um, the wines that I am drinking, I did uh, tweet um, about it just a short while ago. And um, the picture is available. So let me, before I... Um, let's open that in a new tab. Yes, let's put that in the room. Uh, you may be aware that um, Twit Pick um, seems to be um, something that's going to go, um, not under, but uh, it, the status is changing. So what I'm doing now is when I uh, tweet about the call, uh, I'm going to put the picture in the inline photos that you can. Unfortunately, that just means it's a rather long URL to read out. But let me have a go. Let me read the URL out now, because I'm sure I'm going to need a drink after I've read it. It's twitter.com forward slash big and fruity forward slash status forward slash, and here's the long number, 
Forward slash photo, forward slash one. Remember, if you go to chat grammar, uh, look in, in Google chat grammar and put in torch you, uh, find the torch you uh, call ID, which is double one double two seven two, and you can see these links there. Uh, and it shows you a little image there of the two wines I'm going to have. And as I said, this is supposed to be celebrating. They are screw caps. And that is something else I'll mention again on today's show. So let's open this first one. Oh, but it didn't pop. But I've got a lovely fragrance coming through. I think I should have taken that silver foil off first. Let's see if I can get that off. And we're struggling a little bit. So just bear with me as I do that. We did have a guest too uh, pop into the room momentarily but they've uh, just left they probably wonder what i'm wittering on about and at the moment i'm wittering on trying not to break now that is going to be some embarrassment david the what's happening is that the the foil is rather substantial and uh, it's not coming Allow me to unscrew the cork. Of course, if it hadn't been a fizzy wine, I would have opened it prior to the call, but I didn't want to do that. Well, this could be rather embarrassing. Let's see if I'm missing some. Ah, there's a little, there's a little tab there. Ah. David, David, David. Yes, um, there's a little sort of pull-out strip. It's come off, and we're in business. And we've got a fizzy rosé from Italy. And we've got lots of strawberry on the nose. What a relief that is. It's going to taste nice, whatever it is now. Let's have a taste. Lovely, pale pink, pomegranate pink. Let's have a taste. Actually, that's rather nice. It's um, medium sweet. We're certainly not talking about sec or demi-sec or brute here. This has uh, definitely got a sweet strawberry edge to it. Uh, but um, actually rather pleasant. Um, I think my sister would like this. Let me try another go at the um, pronunciation. It's La Gioasia. G-I-O-I-O-S-A. Rosier. Frizzante. Meaning sparkling. Um, produced in Italy. 10% by volume. And um, I'm going to have, a, have another drink of this. So I can open the other one. But um, I'll have one more drink. And we'll talk a little bit. About a couple of the things I was going to mention. Hmm. So, um, they are from Morrison's, as I said, but um, we haven't got a lot of information here uh, about the the wine. But as I say, because it is this sparkling, I'm not really going to attempt to say too much about it, although I do have 
a link that I'm going to put in the room. Again, unfortunately, a rather long link um, for the second wine that I'm going to taste. There we are. And just put one in there. Where's it gone? I found the other one now, and I'm. It's difficult to actually read these out, but they're um, um, groceries Morrison's web shop product, uh, and the one I put it in is for the second wine I'll be tasting, which is the Prosecco, which is a brut, I think. Anyway, let's um, just have a little bit more of a taste, and then we'll try and get back on track. That's rather thrown me somewhat. It's very, um, this rosé is very simple, easy to drink. Um, ideal, I would think, for a little toast. Just a little celebrity, um, ce I can't even say it. Celebratory drink. As I say, 20 centilitres, 10% by volume. That would easily go down, uh, even in a working lunch environment, I would think. What I'm going to do is take a break before I go on to the second one. But let me see if I can get to some of the uh, links that I had ready and um, mention why um, I, I decided not to uh, have a French one. Because um, I've been reading an article, and uh, this article has said more than two-thirds of French people feel they do not have enough knowledge of wine. And this was a survey um, relating to uh, things. In fact, uh, let me uh, put one of the links, and this is... Um oh, David, that, that's... There it is. It's the BBC link. Sorry about that. I'm going to put the link into the room now. You wouldn't think I've been doing this for 150 episodes, would you? This is uh, bbc.co.uk forward slash news forward slash world dash Europe and then another number uh, 2905101 uh, dated the 3rd of September um, but was last updated only recently and the article is entitled Wine. French know little about national drink. And so, for that reason, I decided not to choose a French sparkling one. Not for any other reason than just to uh, to highlight wine from another region. So, <clears throat> let me read a little from this story. More than two-thirds of French people feel they do not have a good knowledge of wine. And this survey it was in a French wine magazine. The wine is France's national drink, and the country is considered by many as the heartland of wine production. But 71% of those who responded to the survey said they did not have a lot of knowledge about wine. The polling company Via Voice questioned over a 1,000 adults aged between 28 and 30, so we are going for the younger ones, 
the older members, um, older uh, French people, are probably grown up more with wine. Um, uh, between 28 and 30, uh, for this poll, published in Terra Terra de Vins. According to the poll, social class appears to have an influence over wine appreciation with a 43% of white-collar workers in the survey claiming to be connoisseurs, just 16% of blue-collar workers regarding themselves in a similar vein. He said the, the article said that this showed a very elitist approach to wine in France, but also might indicate household budgetary pressures. Of course, uh, in France, as one or two other European countries, and even the UK itself, have suffered from a, a very severe downturn from 2008. And some countries like the UK are just about uh, up to the same levels as the uh, standards were in 2008. Some um, European countries were hit even harder than that. Excuse me one second. So, what I think I will do is I shall now pour... By the way, these wines were kept in the fridge. I pulled them out of the fridge about 15 minutes before starting the podcast. I'm now opening this one more carefully with this little uh, pull film around the bottom of the uh, screw cap. And there we go. And let's pour a little of that, maybe a little less. Ooh. We've got lovely bubbles again. Now, again, if this was a full bottle, it would be an out an £89 one. This is the Prosecco uh, uh, DOC. And, um, again, as I say, this was £2.50 for less than a third of a bottle. So let's have a little smell. Oh, and I've got lemongrass. I've got a slight, not tropical, but is it green gauge? I'm not that good at identifying uh, these things, so I'm going to look at my wine on earth crib sheet, see if that can offer me any hints. No, Lisey, I don't think that's what I'm I, I'm going to stick with Green Gauge here. So let's have a little taste. Oh, that's nice. I thought it was actually going to be drier than it is. Well, it's drier than the rosé. Maybe I should have had it before the rosé. But um, it's certainly... It's a lovely, it's almost a lemony lime uh, on the nose with this sort of uh, gooseberry, green age, slight tartiness uh, behind that, that, just so it's not too sweet. Now, do I prefer that? It's certainly, again, a, 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 a nice drink. I think probably those people who don't like uh, their wines with any sweetness to them will prefer the Prosecco, although obviously, as I say, it's, it's not as dry as uh, many champagnes that you would get. But it's certainly 
um, drier than the the, the rosé. Mm. That's nice. And it's certainly enough. Um, these two little small bottles will keep me going for the rest of the evening. That's certainly enough uh, sparkling wine for me. I only wish I was sparkling as well. Let me see what else. Uh, as I said, this was going to be a short call. Uh, and we're already at 20 minutes. Um, let me just go down. There we are. Oh, yes, that was the other thing I was going to mention. Uh, because I had this little break, I had intended uh, in the weekend that's just gone by to try and uh, take part and join a Manchester Food Festival that's uh, just gone on here in the UK, Manchester. Ran from the 18th of September to the 29th of September. Uh, but I didn't get to it. I, in actual fact, I could only get into Manchester today, which was one day after the whole event uh, had finished. But... Um, they are really great events. Um, not only did they have the wine tasting event, there was one at the New Century Hall, the big indie wine taking wine fest, which I'd love to have been there, but um, it sounded very good. The traders this year were Origin Wines, Tour de Belfort, Commandari de uh, Bordeaux, Tea Right Wine, Reserve Wines, Corks Out were there, Pack to Connect, Manchester Wine School, uh, Italy Abroad, Spirited Wines, Hanging Ditch, uh, Flory Wines, and I think I missed one out there, uh, Vino. So, uh, oh, that's an Italian wine, uh, cafe in Manchester. So that sounds as though it was a really great event. And also in Manchester, they had the, the food and drink fair that was on the Albert Square right outside the town hall. That is a really great event. Uh, last year, um, myself and my friend Jack went by that as we were going to a, a wine tasting in Manchester Town Hall. And we had some exotic beef burgers in this uh, big tented area outside the town hall. So I am a little bit disappointed that I missed it this year, um, but it was a great occasion. And if anybody is listening from the Manchester and has been to it, they'll know exactly what I mean. Really great uh, little event. Okay, and um, I mentioned that these two wines that I'm drinking are, although they're fizzy, they're screw-top wines. Well, uh, just to mention that uh, here in the UK, and also I think these are not region locked, so I can mention it here, uh, on BBC Radio 4, next Monday um, is um, a programme, and uh, it starts with Screw Top Wine Bottle, episode 1 of 15. Let me read a little bit about this. This is um, from the BBC.co uh Page. This is the online page, but for Radio 4. So this is next Monday at 12.04. And uh, let's read what it says. In 1954, the French critic uh, Roland Barthes began a series of essays in which he analysed the popular culture of his day. He called his essays mythologies. In this series of witty talks, the acclaimed writer and critic Peter Conran delivers a series of 21st century mythologies in a French accent of the mind. 
Conrad ranges over the defining effluvia of our era. Um, in this first program, he turns his mind to innovation, and uh, and that, of course, is the screw top wine bottle. If I manage to, I may report back on that on a future Big and Fruity Wine podcast. So that was one thing that was related to this. Mentioned about the French wine growers. Um, in fact, since I did say this was going to be a short one, I may actually just stop at that. Let me see if I want to mention any of the other links. Oh yes, one final one. Let's give let's give the French some good news. I've spurned their wines. I've talked about the fact that um, uh, a survey has shown that they are not as knowledgeable the younger generation as their parents were. So let's have some good wine news for the French. And this is from winesearcher.com. And we'll finish with this. France looking forward to bigger and better wine harvest. Uh, so um, this is winesearcher, and that's a dash, isn't it? So it's wine-searcher.com forward slash m forward slash 2014 uh, forward slash 08. And wine French wine growers looking to bigger and better harvest is the link. So let me just read a little bit of this and then hope you will go and check the site again. So we'll finish with this. The French wine industry is expecting a better harvest this year despite drought and hail damage to some vineyards. That's good news for growers after two disastrous years. But consumers won't be getting any benefit as the increased volumes won't be enough to bring down the price of wine. After two years of excessively low harvest, we return to something more normal. We have an auspicious start of the harvest, said the president of the wine branch of the agricultural organization, Franz Agrimaire. Um, and the name is Jerome Despi, and I apologize for that pronunciation again. The har- and a last little bit, the harvest represents an increase of 11% over very poor harvest of 2012 and 2013. Now, he's not talking about the quality of the wine from 2012-2013, talking about the actual yield in that case. This year was a near-normal cycle. Grapes ripening happening relatively early thanks to a mild winter and spring, although it was then slowed by amounts of cool snaps usually unusually frequent during the summer okay um and of course different parts of france have slight variations of that one last little bit and then you can read the rest on the site the good harvest won't prevent prices from rising next year because stocks are still lower than a decade ago when production was close to 60 million hectolitres. So there you go. So not all good news for the French, but a little bit better news uh, for their wine industry as a whole. Well, there you go. Well, I don't think I've been on very sparkling form, do you? I think I fluffed it a bit today. Uh, I've had two sparkling wines, and unfortunately, one slightly less than sparkling podcast for you and that is a real disappointment because as i say this today the 30th of september is national podcast day so 
to all those people that do podcasts or listen to podcasts, National Podcast Today. Go and find one you like, and uh, instead of downloading the odd one, why not go to iTunes, see if it's there, and subscribe to it. Maybe on the basis of today's show, you may think twice about uh, subscribing to the Big and Fruity, but I do apologize. Um, usually, a lot more interesting than this, and I'll give you a little bit of a hint, because... Um, one of the places I buy my wines from is Naked Wines, and I've got a recent delivery here. I've got some really nice ones. Arabella Shiraz 2013. Um, the Levam Syrah 2009. Benjamin Darnold's Minervois 2013. Oh, yes. F. Stephen Miller Angels Zinfandel Reserve. Ooh, lots of nice wines. I'm on much firmer territory when we're talking red wines. So all it remains for me to do is find the trans outro and say, come back again, don't be disappointed, and I will try and be more on the ball. And um, I'm going to try and put myself up with the remains of these two fizzy Italian sparkling wines. Next time I have a sparkling one, it may be French. Or it may be English. Oh, and that was one last thing I wanted to mention. Shows how much of the ball. Fortunately, uh, New Tricks, which is a TV programme that's come back here in the UK. And um, part and parcel of that was all to do with wine fiddling. But uh, won't say any more. Might spoil the episode. So with that, this is Dave AC saying thank you ever so much for listening. And we'll be back with a longer or fuller version. And David, we want a bit more sparkle. No, not in the wine, in your presentation. Got it. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.